Hello and welcome to the What We've Watched podcast. This is episode 246. My name is Chris. This is Emmett. And this week, we are doing our second part of our top five villains of the 80s, 85 to 89. Oh no, we're doing the 80s? Oh man. <laughs> I messed up. No. You I'm messed just, up. I'm just yeah, We already did the 90s. I'm just kidding. And we've done all the 2000s now. Um, most of the 2000s. Well, like... We, technically, we've only done. We didn't really do the two thousands because we did. We did. We did two thousand ten to two thousand ten years 15. at the time. So that would have been right. in twenty fifteen. So we did it, like we did like basically the second half of the two thousands and the first half right. of the two thousand tens, basically. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a little bit of a limbo where there's like, a the window first, in there. The first half of the two thousands we haven't actually done. Yeah, there's a window in there. And, of course, we haven't touched anything earlier in the 80s. But, uh, no. Yeah. No. But, yeah. Uh, all right, yeah. So, um, so yeah, so we did our, our first half of the 80s last week. Yeah. Um, which uh, was, was, was good. Um, and now we're into the much more crowded second half of the 80s. Yeah. Which so, uh, the, my... a lot more movies we're familiar with. Mm, yeah. My... <laughs> My approach to this one is a little different than last time, mm. mm-hmm. uh, as you might expect, okay. given given those circumstances. Um, yeah. yeah. So, um, I took a bit of inspiration from some of our past top fives. Um, okay. So, what I did was I have like my main like choice, mm-hmm. and then um, at the end I'll just do. I I actually did end up doing. I didn't really force it. It just kind of worked out that way. I did end up doing um, like one one per year. Um, uh, like one per year. I also ended up doing it, one per year. It actually yeah. worked out pretty good. I you know like I didn't want to like force mm-hmm. it or anything, but it actually worked out pretty good that way. Um, and then so what I did is I've done this before, or you know variations upon this. Mm-hmm. But what I did was um, at, at the end, like when we do like honorable mentions and stuff like that. I have mm-hmm. kind of like an alternate choice for each one oh, okay. of like, okay. here's like the runner up to like the one that was actually like that I chose. Um, okay. But, and all of those ones, I mean, could have been valid choices as well. Like it was just cause I had to like go with the one that I really felt, you know, I had to go with. Um, yeah. And then I have a few extra little kind of um, uh, honorable mentions as well. Yeah, I have a couple of Just because couple there's some situations where I was just like, ah, you know, for various reasons, it's not here, but, you know, it's like, eh, it's one of those things. Um, so that's, like, very different from, like, last week where I pretty much yeah. had my five and that was it because I, I found the early 80s to be a lot more kind of straightforward with just not having yeah. too much um, overly clogging it up as it but we both ran into that that same problem where like there's a lot of movies with like antagonists but not necessarily villains um yeah well and, if you want to look at it that and, way yeah, yeah and, and then and then but like you and I think it's just because we're much more so many more movies we're like deeply familiar with from the later 80s yeah well um, it just seems like there you know. there's just more like maybe it's just more in the movies that we're familiar with, but it just seems like yeah. there's more of that kind of conventional villain type of thing as well. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, um, um, I, w- I will say that there's one that is on my list, which I, it's a bit, 
cheaty in a way, but like not mm-hmm. really. But it has you know. I'll explain. Okay. When I get yeah. There. No. No. Fine. I'll explain. Uh, when I, get I, I I do have a tie. I do have one tie on my list. All right. Um, but uh, the big thing for me is was just like putting these in any kind of order was yeah kind of difficult because like they're all yeah. like I was like these I, are I'd all, agree you I'd know agree like that but none of them are necessarily stronger than any other one particularly mm-hmm. um so I ended up going a little bit more um by uh performance mm-hmm. so I was like like how how you know impactful was the performance that was done yeah. For, for this and so i i had to use something to rate them and so i went i went by that okay yeah but uh so i went first last week you want to go first this week sure all right no problem oh uh before we go uh ties how many ties you think crossover you mean crossover yeah yeah, yeah. Sorry, um sorry. No. Uh, hard to say because sometimes we have a different view on things i mean last time last week we were pretty pretty separate the one we were pretty separate i mean although Mm -hmm. i mean you know we were all sort of down with each of our each of our choices but we're it was more or less separate in terms of Mm -hmm. what we ended up going for so um i I mean there's got to be at least one because yeah there's some there's some that are just like it could possibly (laughs) even be more than one Oh, yeah, that. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go on a limb and say two. Okay. Yeah, but, it's it's quite uh, possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but it's it's hard to say because this you is got, be because you sort of did a. Yeah, you sort of did a double list, so I'm not sure where where like they fall necessarily. Yeah. But yeah. Well, right. the the, uh, the the extra ones like the 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 alternate picks are. I'm just gonna like breeze yeah. through those quick at the end. But yeah. oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 All, right. All, right. All right. All right. So my number five. Um, I'm a big fan of this uh, particular performance and whatnot, but um, I decided to put it at five because it's a little bit uh, not so much obvious, but it it's it's one of those like it's a it's a new it's a unique version um, of a previously existing character from other source material. Oh, okay, um, okay. which. In, under my rules, that's allowed, you know, because as long yeah, as it's, yeah, yeah. as long as this specific wasn't ver- a previously wasn't a previous movie. Yeah, it's like as long as this yeah, specific yeah. version of the character was introduced at this time, mm-hmm. then that's all that matters. But I figured eh, it's one of those real kind of obvious ones that everyone kind of knows, and it's like because it's such a famous character, um, I'll just put it at five because it's kind of like it's a bit wishy washy. Yeah, yeah. But okay. it's um, the Joker, played by Jack Nicholson. Batman, oh, okay. 1989. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I just, I just really like. Why it. do you feel that's a wishy-washy one? Because it's the Joker. Like it's one of the most famous oh, okay. villains ever. Oh, oh, I see what you mean. Right. I see what like you there's mean. nothing okay. really that. I mean, other than the like, fact that this is a one-off, like incarnation of the character. Mm, like mm. this is, you know, this version, yeah. the Jack Nicholson yeah. version is like in this, and that's it. Um, right. So that's why. I mean, it's a valid like like choice but it's also sure, just sure. kind of like eh, whatever it's the joker like obviously like everybody mm. you know um it's just not really digging too deep um so i figured i, I felt like it's, it it was it, the easy i think this one shines on jack nicholson's performance exactly and, than... and and in some ways that's almost like a liability because 
Like it's well, it's Jack Nicholson's. Yeah, like it's, it's Jack Nicholson's so identified Joker, not necessarily with his yeah. persona. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but that being said. Um, I think it's really good. Um, I think that yeah, yeah. Um, it's obviously like a very strong like villain character in terms of like driving the the plot line as a villain. Um, oh yeah, and uh, he brings a lot of like in, you know intelligence and menace and and yeah. all the things that you want a villain to have. Um, he's funny in his own way, and you know it's it's got that nice like dark undercurrent. Um, mm-hmm while still, like, kind of having a little bit of hint of that sort of um, fun kind of campiness. Yeah, um, yeah, like... Which, it, which they kind of lost. like, clash with that whole film, with the rest of the film. Right? Yeah, like, and, and then, you know, and that's something that you don't always see. Like, you know, you look at some of the mm-hmm. newer, like, you know, uh, the, the, the Dark Knight version of Joker was, like, great, you know, great performance, great version of Joker, mm. very interesting version of Joker, but kind of lost a little bit of that kind of fun campy side of it you know yeah um it went a little bit just sort of straight up gritty um and um so i kind of like that this joker like the jack Nicholson joker is kind of contrasts a little bit like you know the darkness of of the sort of world and like this version of yeah. batman with like that you know how it's like kind of started out with that really you know, dark, the black suit and everything. And then it's like Joker yeah. has like the like pure, like chalk white skin. And it's kind of like, it's this perfect yeah. counterpoint. And mm-hmm. and the way that they developed the characters, like in a, like they've always, you know, there's always been an, an well, he, uh, he, he definitely channeled a little bit more of like the older, like Mel Torme Joker. There's, there's in many there's, ways. There's like, um, Mel Torme dude, Mel Torme is that or, singer, dude. Uh, not Mel Torme. Uh, <laughs> Uh, um, I got the wrong name there. Do uh, you mean like from the old like TV show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Caesar, Caesar, Caesar Romero. Romero. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Mr. Uh, doesn't didn't uh, shave his wouldn't mustache, take his mustache, so mustache off. Put it, yeah, the, yeah. Painted the yeah, cap over the mustache. That's yeah, pretty funny. Anyways, um, yeah, like I just like what they did with the character here. As far as um, you know, they've always it's always kind of been a running thing about this idea of. Batman and Joker kind of being two sides of the coin and sort of like yeah. needing each other in a way. Mm-hmm. But like they really Both crazy <laughs> they made it like very, very sort of explicit here in a very interesting way that's different than like they ever really necessarily have in the comics because mm-hmm. like, for instance, in the in this movie, um, you know, uh it turns out that the cause they made they gave Joker more of like an actual kind of like backstory. Yeah. 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 Um, and, uh, they had him as this, like, he was like this gangster, Jack Napier. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, when well, he it was, w- it was, they, it was because like at the time, like, like comic book Joker. Yeah. They didn't, he didn't have a name. It was still, his background was still like shrouded in kind of a mystery. Well, and it still is because yeah. it's, you know, you, there's all these different versions and there's never been any confirmation. What is their true story? Yeah, exactly. But anyways, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, so for they the went, movie, they, they, they yeah. gave it this specific thing and they had it be that when he was young and he was just like a young, like up and coming, like criminal thug, whatever you want to call it. He's the one who actually killed Bruce Wayne's parents mm-hmm. in this version. Right. That's right. So basically yeah, yeah. he essentially created Batman 
and Batman created Joker because Batman dropped Jack Napier into the right. into the the chemicals. So there's mm-hmm. this whole thing of they created each other. Yeah. And then there's this whole thing of like they're both like geniuses, like they both have like, you know, they're both geniuses with like, you know, the, the, like cuz they make the, you know, the whole thing with um, Joker has like the whole like a chemical like he's a master like chemical engineer and all this stuff yeah, and yeah and you, they go well, when back you fall in chemicals that makes you a chemical engineer <laughs> no no, no like he already was right like because there's <laughs> yeah, that whole yeah. scene well, I don't want to get into a whole big thing but there was all yeah, yeah, the whole yeah. scene where Bruce Wayne's like investigating him and he finds out about him stuff and, and his background in that and that like basically they're both kind of like disturbed in their own ways and always kind of mm. have been but they're both like kind of like geniuses and like the you know the top of in their field and type of thing, and so like they really really drove home that like duality of like them being two sides of the coin, um, which I thought was an interesting um, yeah. thing way to go. Um, but yeah, I just I don't know. It's fun. I love. I mean, I I have so much nostalgia for that movie. Obviously, oh, um, for sure. it was one of the first like really big like blockbuster like massive movies that i remember seeing in the theater um that uh of that kind of like you know comic book based type of thing mm-hmm. and uh it was spearheaded just awesome. the the home video vhs purchasing uh revolution and uh yeah i don't know it's just yeah it's just good so yeah, yeah. no no that's that's i went yeah. with the joker awesome Batman yeah joker that's excellent and which obviously since i did that's... go with one per year that is my that's your 89 Fur- furthest my furthest mm. ahead pick because <laughs> it is 89 yeah. so there you all go all right um your five so uh my number five my number five is uh a little little bit different than sort of the rest of the ones on my list uh as he's um he's a villain from a christmas movie okay. uh so he's uh, he's not uh necessarily as harsh a villain as some of the other choices on my list okay um but uh, he's from, uh, and I guess uh, harkens back a little bit to last week's episode. Uh, it's BZ, played by John Lithgow <laughs> from Santa Claus the Movie. Nice. Yeah. Um, uh, he's not a murderer. He's not any kind of that kind of villain. Uh, he is just uh, a horrible, horrible, greedy businessman yep. who wants to basically, I mean, commoditize uh christmas in a yeah. world where santa actually exists christmas 2 yeah christmas 2 they're going to they're going to they're going to bring it in june <laughs> and uh and it, like the whole case he hates you know santa so much because santa does everything for free and and he uh and he does everything for money mm-hmm. and uh he just you know chomps his cigar and does his you know john lithgow you know yeah. really just he just brings it for the role you know that he does that laugh that he does and uh it's quite the um it's quite over the top i mean it's a you know yeah. kind of a christmas film but uh you know and then of course the, the whole time uh uh what's his name D- dudley um yeah dudley moore Dudley Moore is playing opposite to him as the, the, mm-hmm. the you know, somewhat jilted Santa elf, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but, I mean, you know, still, <laughs> you know, he has his trying own to journey. rein him in. He has his own journey. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, I, I remember that one. Um, I, I definitely, yeah, like 
it, I remember being a good villain mm-hmm. type of character for that type of movie. Um, it's been a long time since I've seen Santa Claus movie, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. And it just wasn't like I tried to stick with things that just really like grab a hold of me and that like I, I oh just, yeah, yeah, yeah super super familiar with and and that mm. basically like like if i have to go back and do research and like oh, other than just like looking at you know list of movies oh, yeah, yeah but like if i have to go back and like check into like like what was you know uh, let's watch a trailer or like let's watch some clips and see like it gets us a reminder like then it means that yeah. they, they weren't good and not good and mm, good enough is a bad word but you know what i mean like well, they weren't they're, they're not, not familiar enough in my mind. Yeah, like they're not going to yeah, be on like my I list. Had a number if, that I, if they don't immediately yeah. come to mind, then they're probably not mm-hmm. going to be on my list just because, yeah. like, yeah. I had uh, a number if, like that, that. If they were, like, you know, a great villain for me, then I would remember them more. You know, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not to say because I had weren't... a number like that on my list where I was looking yeah. at lists of films, and I was like, oh yeah, so and so is the bad guy in that movie. Yeah, no, but I didn't say... recall that until yeah, I, mean... I literally like looked at the movie and then looked at the cast and that kind of thing. You yeah, know? Like, and like wasn't... not to say not to say that those aren't good choices or like that this isn't a good mm. choice. Oh, no, just no. for me, I tried to exactly. stick with ones yeah, that like yeah. immediately yeah. came to mind. Like, I've I've this is like it's a weird it's a really it's kind of a weird Christmas movie that I've always yeah. liked since I was a kid. Yeah, and I liked it then too. So it, I I have to say it hasn't held up as well for me I've got, it, as I've gotten older, I, but it's it's mm-hmm. still pretty cool. It has some good things about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I, I appreciate sort of its its unconventionalness as far as as we, we as talked Christmas about this uh, we talked about this uh, when we did our Christmas top five. Oh yeah because this was on my top five um, yeah and we talked a little bit about this movie then but I'll, for for people who aren't familiar with it what's one of the things that's interesting mm-hmm. about Santa Claus the movie is um, it was made by the uh, same producers that were doing the Superman movies at the time right and it has That's a very right. yeah. similar feel like to the, like, the style mm-hmm. of production um so it's you know it's often kind of like i sort of liken it to like oh yeah it's it's the santa it's that santa claus movie that's like the the superman yeah. movies because <laughs> it has like a super similar feel yeah anyways cool yeah yeah all right so uh yeah that's uh yeah bz john lithgow from santa claus the movie cool all right all right so My you're number four four um not really any special introduction here uh this is just kind of like that this is one of those villains that just falls into that like the over the top scenery chewing like ridiculous you know kind of like exists just to be a villain has no further depth no further depth to the character other than just like Mm -hmm. they're a villain um but i just i enjoy the performance a lot really like the movie a lot i uh, really like the actors um well i guess it's that's the performance but um it's mm. uh the kurgan played by clancy brown from highlander 1986 yeah i knew i knew that's where you were going with that <laughs> oh yeah. yeah yeah i mean completely pointless character other than just to be it, to be bad is, but like he is a single he's a lot of fun um, like one-dimensional kind of oh super one-dimensional and that's why i didn't really want to rank it higher but yeah. like but he's a lot of fun uh, Clancy Brown's performance is really good when you consider yeah. like how little there is to do with with mm-hmm. such a simple character. He does mm-hmm. a great job. He's got that amazing voice that he does yes. for it. That um, that deep, just like pure you know, gravel. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, I obviously really like the movie. Um, and, yeah. uh, yeah, it's just, he's just a fun, it, great physical presence. I mean, he just comes, well, he just looks huge yeah. on screen all he's the time. He's got that giant sword. He's got the giant and, well, sword. And then and the, he just, the, yeah. uh, and then the past scenes there where he's got that skull helmet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, Kurgan's very good. Yep. So yeah. not really anything too much to say about it because it's just not very mm-hmm. deep. But uh, we talked a lot about that when we we did, did do Highlander. a whole episode on Highlander. So, so yeah, yeah. yeah. there's yeah. yeah. Refer to, <laughs> I mean, so yeah. far pretty much everything. You know, for for the most part, it's like you know we've done so many episodes, we've talked to... so many we've talked about so many movies. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's my four. All right. Yeah. No. Kurgan's good. All right. Uh, so my number four is one of those uh, scared the crap out of me as a kid villains. Okay. Uh, and it's uh, Princess Mombi from Return to Oz. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, she was super creepy. Uh, the wheelers that she commanded were super creepy. Um, just, uh, just one of those, like, uh, presences in the film that is just, like... Because, like, like, you know, Wizard of Oz itself doesn't have a, like, there's, it's more like of an adventure, mm-hmm. and then, like, periodically they have to deal with, you know, the, the Wicked Witch. Yeah. Uh, but in Return to Oz, like, Princess Mobby is, like, one of the main characters, and then having to deal with her is, like, the main, like, plot of the movie. Um and uh oh it's just uh, excellent performance her uh where she they she can change her head and she's got this room full of heads mm-hmm. um yeah uh, but uh uh it's 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 actually um three different actresses played her yeah, um, yeah because, because uh, they, sometimes yeah different heads yeah, have different yeah. Uh, majority of it was played by Gene Marsh, uh, but also Sophia Warden, uh, Fiona Victory, which were two of the other heads that, um, uh, mm-hmm. uh, there. Um, and like, and like, also like it creepily, uh, Gene Marsh, uh, who plays like the primary, uh, version of her. She also plays, um, the, uh, I guess, like head nurse or or the nurse in the oh um, in the in the mental ward where dorothy yeah, is committed the, after at the beginning yeah 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 um gotcha yeah cool. um but uh sort of yeah, sort of no. fitting fitting in a little bit with the whole uh mm-hmm. you know like from the the first was Oz movie where they would uh, yes where they had the dual castings for like the oz people the witch it oh yeah, yeah and then yeah, like yeah, the yeah. the kansas people yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so she had like the old, like the old head. She had like the young, charismatic head, and uh, and then of course, like her goal was to take Dorothy's head, and she wanted, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It's it's an interesting, um, yeah, because uh, that that's actually um, the the character in the movie is actually a combination of two different characters in the book. Or the books. Oh, really? Yeah. I've, so, it's, so it's, like, I've never actually the read one, the book. For the Return one that does, yeah. has the head swapping mm-hmm. is a different character than the one that sort of has like the kind of her main role in the plot. Kind oh, of. interesting. So there's two different characters, and then um, 
in the oh yes actually i remember reading that because like yeah Mombi, and then the one that Mombi the, is the, the character is that actually swaps the heads villain. Yeah. in the books is actually sometimes like nice to dorothy mm-hmm. and sometimes is like good mm. because the different heads actually have different personalities uh to a certain degree and so mm. depending on what she, head she has on sometimes she's actually nicer oh neat. and sometimes she's more more sinister so it's like hmm. it, it changes yeah um but I can't remember, like, one of the characters is Mombi, but then the other characters... The, the, one, uh, the head-swapping one is the one that's not actually Mombi. Not Mombi, yeah. Mombi is the, the one who's, like, just the actual evil... evil and then they, yeah, they yeah, basically combine them yeah. to just make a more interesting character. And, yeah. you know, to simplify so there's not as many characters. Right, yeah. You know, much like how in the original Wizard of Oz movie, they left out the... the uh, you know, they combined the two good witches... Right. So yeah. you yeah. only ever see Glinda in the in the movie when, mm-hmm. in fact, in the book, there's the North and South witches are two different North and South witches, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, that combining like the both of the good witches in the movie actually created this that weird plot hole where, at the end, it turns out that Dorothy could have just gone home at all at any time with the shoes. By using the shoes and it's like why didn't glinda course, tell yeah. her that at the beginning and it's the because beginning. in the book that's a completely different character <laughs> right? oh right so yeah, yeah 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 because in the movie she kills the wicked witch of the east with the house and then mm-hmm. has to deal with the wicked witch of the west yeah but there's no good witch of the south they only have glinda yeah who's the good witch of the north right yeah, yeah whereas like in the book it has both witches and one of them mm-hmm. is the one that meets her at the beginning and the other one is the one that she finds out that she can go home with the shoes from with the shoes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so in the movie, by combining those, it makes no sense. Cause it makes Glinda look like a jerk because why didn't she just tell her in the first place? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Wow. Yeah. Jerk move. Glinda. A little bit wow. of a sidetrack there, but uh, yeah, no, that's yeah. cool. Um, I mean, Maybe obviously Glinda, yeah. not so return to Oz is pretty legendary for when you want to, one of those uh, like, freaking like the child nightmare fuel yeah yeah nightmare <laughs> fuel when you're a kid when you see stuff like mm-hmm. that and and you know mm-hmm. um what was one of the other ones um never ending story never ending you know, story was another yeah, one of those yeah. ones where which yeah. you know was on your list last week there yeah yeah so. both um uh both of uh both disney films too um oh what uh what 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 disney's doing there it was doing in the 80s that they wanted to scare the crap out of kids but because uh, it's fun yeah it's the same way reason people like horror movies people like to be scared it's it mm-hmm. it makes it creates you know it, it does things in your brain that is actually like mm. you know ultimately kind of enjoyable um okay right. so yeah so that's uh my number four princess mumby yeah all right so my three um is um yeah i mean just probably one of the better villains mm-hmm. um obviously this is on the list but um i i don't i don't know i don't really have much in the way of like clever intros to these like i have sometimes uh, in past <laughs> top fives but it, mm-hmm. it it's hans gruber played by alan rickman die hard oh, okay. 1988 yeah i mean it's pretty much the the archetype of mm-hmm. the action movie villain. I mean, like, you know, there were there were some action movies before, but in much the way that Die Hard is like 
the prototype for the modern action movie and basically established, you know, um, a lot of the sort of uh, tropes and kind of, um, you know, was often, often, you know, often imitated, um, Mm -hmm. never duplicated. Um, Hans Gruber has been kind of similar in, in, in terms of um, action movie villains. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I mean, uh, Alan Rickman. Yeah. It's, it's such an awesome, cause it's like, it's not, super flashy like he's not chewing the scenery he's not over the top it's Mm. a very laid back uh performance but that just makes it all the stronger because it's like he just you know he's he's a guy who is like essentially he's just doing a job yeah and his job is to be the bad guy in this movie Mm-hmm. But like you know, there's the whole thing. Like like people often think you know that aren't that familiar with necessarily that familiar with Die Hard are like, oh yeah, that's like where the Bruce Willis has to like fight terrorists and take them down. Yeah, and, yeah. and that the whole joke, the whole great sort of premise of the movie is the fact that like they're not actually terrorists at all. It's yeah, like it's yeah. basically an elaborate robbery. Yeah, they're basically yeah. stealing, mm-hmm. and the whole thing is basically just like a smokescreen. Yeah. Um. And so, like, they so make still, everyone well, because, think they're because terrorists, it's the, but they're not. Yeah. Because they have yeah. no cause. They're there just 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 for, for the money. profit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. They have. Well, they're not fighting the, the, for anything. They the don't have a cause. They're not they terrorists. Have to, they have to set it up so it makes it looks like it looks like they die in the attempt for the robbery. Mm-hmm. Because like he has a line about what is it if you steal like five hundred dollars, you can get away with it. If you steal five hundred million dollars. They'll they'll hunt you forever unless they think you're dead. I yeah. think it's some, the line is like something. Yeah, like that. and 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 so you know, the whole so thing like, is is that like he's got everything sort of planned out, and then like the one thing that he doesn't account for is obviously, you know, yeah. John McClane, and mm-hmm. that's the that's the crux yeah. of what Die Hard is about. But that whole that banter once once like once McClane gets the the the, yeah. the, the back and forth on the radio, and they have that banter, yeah. Yeah. and then like the scene where they actually physically meet for the first time, and that how that goes, like that tension, and you know because they don't know who each other are because they haven't seen each other face to face, and it's just great, and he's just a classic, and you know of course does the classic, uh, uh, you know building off the side of the building fall, which like is yeah, yeah. you know billions of, of villains you know yeah. uh, joker dies that way in the 89 mm-hmm, batman mm-hmm. that we just talked about and there's various other ones but like that's such a you know that's something actually we we kind of didn't go over is like like how uh, how a lot of these villains that we we have on our list have met met their fate yeah <laughs> you know yeah well you're a villain uh, right you gotta die yeah, they unless die. you're gonna yeah, be coming yeah. back for the sequel in which case you can just get mm-hmm. put in jail or whatever but other than that, yeah. you gotta die. Yeah, like like Hans Gruber falls off a building. Mm-hmm. Uh, Princess Mombi gets uh, imprisoned in like a magical cage. Uh, yeah, I didn't uh, even and... remember how they. I, I just remember oh, them but, like escaping, but I don't remember yeah. like um, well, what she, actually happens. She actually answers to like it's the no, the Nom King or whatever. Nom King, and like yeah. He, yeah, and then so he yeah he because like he he's... fails, he prisons her. Yeah, the Gnome King is like technically like the main villain yeah, in yeah. Return to Oz, but he's he's like the he's just not really the in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he's he's, um, the, he's the manipulating things. He's he's the kingpin. Yeah. He's not necessarily yeah, exactly. 
you know, that directly physically involved until the end, at least a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, uh, BZ ends up floating out into space and dying, I guess, in outer space. <laughs> you know, it's not really, you know, it's one of those, it's not, it's not that type <laughs> it's of, a... it's not really that kind of movie. <laughs> yeah. You're not yeah, just going to yeah, show yeah. him. Well, cause like, I think, it, I think they just show him like, cause of the, the, it's the, no, he just keeps floating up. Fly. And he just like floats away. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's like a scene where it kind of shows him like, the earth like way below him and then that's it <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 but out the window that's always that's always a good way yeah uh yeah all right what's yeah. what's your three okay my or do you three. have anything else to say about hans Gruber? uh not not particularly at the moment no okay no. um again we talked a lot about hans Gruber when we did die hards yeah yeah we did the uh the franchise we did a franchise talk about that yeah. and when we yeah. both discovered that we both <laughs> yeah, yeah don't understand why people rate two higher than three because we yeah. both feel that three mm-hmm. was much stronger than two but anyways yeah yeah <laughs> uh all right so uh my number three is uh played by someone who has played lots of villains and does a very good job of being a villain and okay. it is The Darkness, played by Tim Curry from Legend, 1985. Okay. Yeah. Um, bit of a, uh, I mean, he's like a Didn't you have giant... You had Tim Curry last week, too. I did have Tim Curry last week. From yes. uh, from Annie. Yes, I did. That was like my, my comedy. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of, like, reoccurring... Yeah, well, because you, like people... uh, you had John yeah, Lithgow yeah, last week John in Buck with Mucker Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> interesting. I, I mean, good actors do good roles. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> um, I, I mean, Tim Curry's played a lot of bad guys. Um, yeah, over the years, um, uh, and this is—I uh, I don't know if people know this movie that much. Um, um, I think less. Early... Less as time has gone on. Yeah, yeah. Real early. Uh, um... Uh, oh, what's his name? Is the, the the main character Tom Cruise? There. Tom Cruise, yeah, very young yeah. Tom Cruise in this. Um, yeah, it's basically fantasy. like a like a fantasy. Yeah, yeah, like Dungeons fa- and Dragons fable style. kind of fairy tale yeah. kind of fantasy yeah. type of. Movie. And and yeah, and, and he plays like the Lord of Darkness, who is like mm-hmm. he's basically like this devil. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, looks like the devil, but he. Uh, yeah, I mean it's amazing. He, I mean, I think he if, really anything, wants, if it's known like, for this, anything, like, it's known love for him. his look and like the makeup. Oh yeah, and stuff. The, yeah, the prosthetics. Because yeah. I mean, it is one of the best characters mm-hmm. like ever in movies in terms of like um, the, the the prosthetics and makeup and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Creating it's, it's in terms crazy. of the, the character design yeah. and look. Yeah, yeah. Because he's also like it's very massive classic. too. Like they do a good job of like showing that he's like so much bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Um, yeah, no, it's, you know, it's, it's amazing. Um, you know, he's both like, they, they gave him that, like they, that, that like deepened voice. Mm-hmm, like they they mm-hmm. gave that extra, like they put like effects on his voice to like, it's much deeper and like more like resonant and just kind of like yeah. powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got an interesting, a uh, little bit more interesting motivation than some villains. Like in this, mm-hmm. like he's in love with, uh, Lily, the female mm-hmm. protagonist, yeah, um, and he wants to like win her heart, mm-hmm. um, so that she'll spend like eternity with him, yeah. and like so he is like, I mean he's like horribly evil, like sadistic monster, but at the same time he also like 
he's he he tries to be like charismatic and charming and and that um yeah well he never he doesn't actually like physically sort of do anything villainous no, until no. like the very end pretty much like yeah he he's like he one of those sort of um villains that's just kind of there and just sort of mm-hmm. you know tr- driving story stuff forward but not really he's not necessarily like attacking you know uh yeah yeah exactly well because he's got like his like goblin minions and stuff yeah 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 i mean there are he has yeah minions but like that's that's sort of what i'm saying yeah Mm, it's one of those type of villains as opposed to the the villain that's you know constantly where there's like a back and forth you know yeah um but yeah and uh but i i've always liked that movie um, yeah, and like it's that performance. Good. That's it's like one of those like I, I guess I I probably saw it around, you know, the late you know after it come out on VHS, you know, the late eighties, and it was kind of like just like a, what is this, you know, not probably knowing any of the actors other than maybe Tom Cruise from Top Gun, um, but yeah. uh, you know I I I don't even know if I when I was a kid and saw it that I knew that. The darkness was played by Tim Curry. <laughs> oh, I think most people probably didn't. You know, because because he looks so different. The, the makeup, yeah. Like you would never, like you if you put a picture of him in this as his character next to like any other role that he played, how would you ever know? Yeah, that yeah, it's the yeah. same person, right? Yeah. Like you would never know that. Like he doesn't look mm-hmm. anything like he does as a human. So, you know, it's not like he. You could look at it and be like, oh, that's you know, from, like, Rocky Horror or from, mm-hmm. you know, Clue or, you yeah, know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, So on um, and so forth. Yeah, exactly. Um, was he, like, was he, like, the, was he kind of the villain in Clue? Kind of? Uh, well, he was the, but, I mean, I, as I think far it, as that movie having a villain, depend I on the, say sure. Does it depend on the ending, maybe? Um, I feel like there's so many twists and turns in that. It's hard to yeah, 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 yeah. It's hard to keep it straight. I don't know. Anyways, yeah, I'm curious. Is that, is, is, does the internet? What does the internet say? Tim Curry, the villain. Is Tim Curry the villain in Clue? Um, yeah, Wadsworth. He's listed as the main antagonist, but not. Yeah, because, like, I, I thought, didn't it turn well, out that like, he's the one who had, he's like, the, put yeah, all of this into motion? Yeah, because he's the extortionist. Yeah, yeah, because he, he's the one who, who everybody's there because he's trying to get information out of every, out of all of yeah. them. Um, yeah. Because it's Mr. Body that dies. Yeah. But it, it turns out that he's actually Mr. Body and he's there to, like, blackmail them all. So, yeah, I guess he is the villain in Clue. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of hard to say because it's, like, so twisted. The plot mm-hmm. is so twisted. Well, anyways... It, Everybody in that movie has so many motivations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so Lord Darkness, Legend. Yeah, yeah death by uh, stabbing with a unicorn horn and then being pushed into sunlight, which is his weakness. Although, yeah. at the end of the film, his laughter is heard over the credits. Yeah. So he still exists. He's just yeah, yeah. out there, you know? He's, he's yeah, darkness. Yeah, yeah. Well, because like, last, his last words are something along the lines of... Um, uh, what is light without the darkness, or or something yeah, along yeah. those lines, and uh, yeah, well, it's just but, like in uh, Lord of the Rings, right? Like they yeah. they don't actually destroy Sauron at the end; they no, just yeah, exactly. he just can't incarnate into the world again. So basically, exactly. he just exists yeah. as 
you know, disembodied. He's just out mm-hmm. there, but not part of the world. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Anyway. All right. Cool. 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 Um. So that's my be... number three. Your number that's three. Three. My two. My two is going to be. Um. So this is a movie that um has a lot of uh, quite a few villains in it. Oh, it's okay. a very sort of like villainy <laughs> villainy movie okay. that's very villain centric. Mm-hmm. Um and uh ranging from a sort of like the top line kind of villain who is sort of the 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 sort of uh, mastermind behind everything um that is the more sort of like apart from the main action but is kind of like the 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 you know technically the main antagonist in terms of mm-hmm. like uh you know causing all the bad stuff and then you have like another villain that's kind of like the lead villain of like the main sort of like you know uh villains that are are just being bad guys in the movie and then you have yeah. like his like his people that work for him that are doing mm. bad stuff that are distinctive characters in their own right, you know, yeah. but they're, they're working. For... And, um, so it's like the villains from Robocop and oh, I was trying to decide I, who would I didn't be even really consider me. Yeah. I was trying to think of like, think which character would be like the, vi- the yeah. villain that I would pick to be like the top villain because, Dick Jones. you know, they're, they're all <laughs> such great characters. Um, yeah. and, and I know that like, uh, technically, um, Ronnie Cox, mm-hmm. um, as uh, was it Dick Jones? Dick Jones is yeah. like he's the main villain technically in terms of like, but he's, he's not the, the one villain you would pick. Driving, from, hmm? he's not. He's not who I would think of as the villain immediately in that movie, though. But for me, I'm going with Clarence Boddicker, played yes. by Kurtwood Smith, uh... because. I, I just feel like that's the that's so good. That that's is the character that's notch. so like unique. Yes, to to this character, like he's there's no other characters like this one Give in other in, in any hand. movies. Hmm? Give this man a hand. Oh, sorry, I don't know. You're you're. I don't know if the connection's bad, but you're getting pretty bad with the uh, the oh, audio. Am I cutting out? Yeah, like quite a bit now. So. Oh, I'm um, sorry. It's getting a little bit difficult to follow. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. Oh, so hopefully great. that doesn't affect the recording. No. Yeah. No. It looks okay um, on my end, but yeah. But um, yeah. Like I, I just think um, like Dick Jones is really good, and Ronnie Cox is great, and of course he returns in the very next Paul, Paul Verhoeven movie and plays uh, Cohagen, of course, in in mm. in um, Total Recall. <laughs> I almost forgot yeah. the name of that movie yeah. for a second. Um, you know. And both of them, we we talked about this before, right? Because I'm pretty yeah. sure we talked about Total Recall in this in this exact yes. same context. And mm-hmm. uh, at that time, we didn't know that we were going to be doing an '80s list. But you know, I'm sure I mentioned at that time that like he had done Robocop and like that yeah. they were both like these you know the corporate jerk villain characters, um, you know the evil uh, evil corporate bigwig. Um, and uh, but like for me, just like. Clarence Boddicker, like Kurtwood Smith's character, so much more than just like, like a you know criminal bad guy type. You know, like he he just is so such a unique character, um, and of course, um, people might know that you know a lot of his real classic quotable lines 
Kerwood Smith actually ad-libbed. Yeah. Um, so like a ton of that, like real memorable stuff that ever, you know, the whole give, give the man and give the man yeah. a hand joke after he blows off, uh, Murphy's hand and stuff like that is that was Kerwood mm-hmm. Smith, you know, um, just so many great, you know, the guns, guns, guns thing in the, <laughs> yeah, in yeah, the yeah. cocaine factory, right? Like all that stuff, like that's all just him just doing it. Um, mm-hmm. not in the script. And, um, that's what makes the character. And it's like, when you take an actor like that, that is a great actor, but also an actor who isn't kind of like, he's not really, I don't know. Like, cause with Kurt Smith, it's like, he's not really the type of actor where like, it's hard to describe. He's, he's a very different type of actor than a lot of other actors. Um, yeah, yeah. He just For has sure. this kind of quality about him that's kind of a different... Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's different. Um, but yeah, I just think like... Because he, he's not just sort of one thing. And, and there it, it, there's some similarities with um, some of the other ones with like things like Hans Gruber and Joker and stuff like that where there's yeah. definitely like an intelligence where he like... He shows that he's not just some villain but yeah. like, he's actually very smart and he shows that throughout the movie but at the same time he's also kind of like like most villains he's kind of undone by the fact that like he's also like a total nutcase right mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's mm-hmm. like an evil just sick nutcase but like you know it's life for him is like very straightforward it's basically oh, just yeah. you know like I I I take what I want, you know, mm-hmm. and then I I further my my situation. Well, he he's a man that thrives in the environment that Detroit yeah that sort of cutthroat that. Yeah. that sort of cutthroat you know kind of environment. Yeah, and um, yeah, just so many great classic lines. Like I say, that a lot of which are ad libbed. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he's like the main sort of physical presence, um, villain wise. Yeah. Um, you know, um. Not including, uh, you know, Ed Two Hundred Nine, which would be more in that monster category. Yeah, um, yeah. and uh, you know, and then I, and then, and then there's the fact that like he's got like his like crew, which yeah. kind of reminds me of like because uh, we talked about this in our '90s list again, going back to that. But um, it's sort of a bit reminiscent of coming earlier, obviously. But um, we talked about this in relation to uh, the Crow, or oh, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, there's this crew of villains that like, it's not just a room full of, of anonymous mooks. It's Mm. like there, he has this very specific crew that like works with him that goes all throughout the movie that are all have their own very distinct personalities and characters. And like, they're all great too. Like they're all great characters, you know, fodder. Yeah. 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 Like they're definitely not fodder. Like, I mean, they're fodder, ultimately in the end in the sense well, that sure, sure. you know yeah, yeah. you get to watch you know Robocop get kill them all off but like mm-hmm. you know you've got all these unique characters and i it just yeah like i think robocop is definitely i mean it's one of my favorite movies anyway but yeah. i also think that it's a landmark like one of the best movies for just like villainy in movies because of how it handles it and the fact that like they're like oh you know uh you know, you, you don't have that, like, oh, there's a hero, and then there's the villain opposing him. 
and then mm-hmm. like maybe the villain opposing him has a couple of henchmen or something. No, it's like there's like ten villains and like you know one one, one hero yeah, and one his partner. Hero. Yeah, you know, so it's like it, it's a very like villain heavy movie, um, mm-hmm. and uh, and I think that that works really well because it makes it like the challenges faced by the the hero you know that much greater because mm-hmm. the villains are not just not just like are there's lots of them but like that they're not just anonymous you know like i say just like henchmen like they have very distinctive characters and they're all great characters in their own right and you just enjoy watching which them. In, in some ways actually makes a, it makes it a little, gives it a little different um style for those kind of action movies from oh, big that time. era big because time. usually in you know 80s action movies you had one main yeah. hero and well like in 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 Die Hard do you remember any of the other you know what i mean no, any of no. the other bad guys that worked for Hans Grimmer no, like not really short guy a uh, guy with long blonde hair uh yeah like with, like you, you know, kind of like, remember general impressions of how some of yeah, them might have looked yeah. a little bit but like you don't remember them really as characters mm-hmm. no no, I think you know. one of the only movies, and I think this is from a little bit earlier, that I, I think of that has like a real like ensemble of heroes like that, or villains like that, I meant, is, uh, and it's not a great movie, but is Commando. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. it's not a great like, movie at all. It's not a great movie. Uh, like, it's, I know it's, some people would probably argue with that, but yeah, no, it's not good. I- I, 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 it's one of those, like, I enjoy it when I see it, but I also know that it's trash, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, um, but it's got that same thing where, like, the villains all, each, yeah, each true. villain in that group, you know, is, is, they're a named character and they, they, you know, yeah. it's always a one-on-one fight with them and stuff. Fair enough, um, fair enough. But yeah, but I mean, right. not, not to the same degree that, that RoboCop. Yep. When okay. I was going well, over my list and I had, like, all oh, these, all these movies and all, that kind all of these, again. uh, all these names um uh i was like i'm gonna miss one i know i'm mm-hmm. gonna miss one i've got way too many movies i know i'm gonna yeah. miss one and the, clarence blacker there we go robocop so that was would the you one have I missed. would you have picked him if you remembered him oh absolutely he would have been on my list yeah 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 because i thought you were a big fan of this character so I, oh yeah yeah I'm a, i mean i love that movie uh yeah. so that's my that's my um that's my deep it's rising yeah, yeah. It, it's, a, it's a super deep cut enough for the podcast there, um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, yeah. So that's your number two. That's a that's a good one. That's excellent. All right. Yeah. Uh, now, so now, now that begs the uh, question: What could be one? Because if that uh, wasn't my hmm. one, hmm. yeah. See, uh, you you've already done the one that I thought was going to be your one. Oh, so what, what do you think was going to be my one? Uh, oh, I'll, 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 I'll get to that. Oh. Um, but, okay. uh. All right. So your two? Yeah. Uh, so my two is my tie. Um, okay. and, uh, both of these we've already discussed before. It is the Kurgan and Joker. <laughs> oh man, you did it again. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Um, both of those are, um, you know, quite different characters. You know, uh, as we already discussed, the Kurgan is mostly just a, uh, you know, kind of like a, a, this movie needs a, a villain. And so he's there, you know, Clancy yeah. Brown does a great job of being that villain, but he doesn't yeah. have a lot of depth. Like I say, I, what amazes me about it, and one of the reasons why I think he's, he is such a good villain, is how much he does with so little. Oh yeah, like I it mean, is such a shallow character, but like he does so much he's with it. Probably only in like four scenes in that movie, but he leaves a real impression. 
Yeah. Um, it's really good. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah, Jack Nicholson is the Joker. And that's like if, if, if that character had been just like a little deeper, it probably would have rated higher. On the oh, list. yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. just because it is such a one dimensional character, but he just mm-hmm. did it so well. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so there we go. Uh, big, cool. big, all, all tied up. Yeah. Well, we uh, talked pretty yeah. extensively about those already. So, yeah. Yeah. There we go. All right. So, uh, you're number one. All right. So my number one, um, I was pretty sure this was always going to be my number one, pretty much from the point that we first started talking about doing this. Okay. Um, I, there was very little doubt, um, but yeah, this comes with a slight twist because, to be fair, uh, it's a bit of a cheat in a similar sort of way to, like again, referring back to our 90s list, where mm. I had, um, you know, Agent Smith from The Matrix, even okay. though, even though, because he was introduced in the first movie, which was a '90s movie, it came out in '99. Yeah. But yeah. like the full kind of development of that character, of what, of why he was my number one, was not really fully developed until the sequels. Which were technically two okay. thousand two thousand movies, movies. Right? Sure, sure, sure. Um so I was like kinda cheating a little bit there being, in a way. That didn't stop because... him from being great in that first movie though. Sorry? That didn't stop him from being great in no, that. No, first no, 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 I know, but what I meant was the he was my number one because of how right. because of how he develops and the full development of mm. the character and the full arc of the character. Which yeah. admittedly happens, you know, more over the course of the whole of the whole uh, trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um and in a somewhat similar fashion, this character is, like, my number one. Um, although great in the first movie, um, it's really, again, it's a character from a trilogy, and it's really, like, how much is done with that character over the course of all three movies um, that makes it my number one. And it's uh, Biff Tannen, played uh. by Thomas Elf Wilson from Back to the Future. Mm. Um because I just feel like he's got to be number one because, A, it's a great character, it's a great performance, mm-hmm. um, works so well in the context of the movies, but also, like, there is literally no other villain character ever in movies yeah. that so much has been done with. Simply yeah. because of all of the different incarnations, variations, time periods, yeah. alternate timelines, mm-hmm. you know so much was done with this character and I mean and that is just something that is part of you know what makes the Back to the Future movies great is that yeah, yeah, yeah. the way that it just does so much with this core this core like you know these core char- uh, bunch of characters and this core like setting and then yeah. just how it uses that as a spring you know a springboard to like go off and then just like by by this use of time travel it's able to do like all this crazy stuff and basically become much more epic than what it basically is, you know, uh, or, you know, what it would be otherwise. Um, Mm -hmm. and so like, for me, when I say like Biff is my number one, I'm counting like all the variations, like the spinoff characters that, that are essentially Biff for all intents and purposes, you know, that, that Thomas Wilson also plays. Biff whatever. Yeah. 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 And so like, to me, that's like, that's what makes him the best villain because huh. there's just no no other villain has had so much done like with them in terms of of 
being variations on the theme while still mm. keeping the core of the character. Yeah, so no, that's that's, that's a my good number one. one. Yeah, um, by far. Uh, for me, Biff only made it to my 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 also ends. Um, while I I love those movies and, and enjoy the character yeah. a lot, um, he's always felt to me as more kind of like like just a jerk rather than villainous. Yeah, like he's a selfish jerk, but he it was depends never... on. Yeah. Yeah, it, and and like in in many ways, like for me, like his like true villainy was is like when he's at his most villainous is in the second movie, yeah, and then like that's kind of my least favorite one, and so mm-hmm. I was like, mm. uh, you know, but but you're absolutely right about like the the like the arc of how he is and and well, like you know, and, and obviously in the you know in the third movie, it's you know, uh, you know, pre Biff. Um, yeah, but, but regardless, I mean, it's, it's basically Beth, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and, and, uh, the, the Mr. Smith, uh, comparison, Agent Smith comparison is, is, uh, that's Yeah, a but really I mean, good, I still think you know, even, even just in the context of the original movie, I think it mm-hmm. works like, like, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. You, you go back to the fifties and Biff is basically a high school bully, but like, oh yeah, for sure. But what a high school bully. I mean, he's like the ultimate high school bully. Like, there's never been, you know. So I think that in the context of even that story, like, it works. Mm -hmm. But there's also undercurrents. You know, it's the depth. The depth is what did it for me. Like, there's Mm -hmm. so much depth to that character that is explored over all of these branching, you know, paths. And Mm -hmm. there is a lot of undercurrent of just... Because... You know, there's the whole thing, like, in 2, when you have the alternate, you know, the 1985A, where, like, Biff is basically, like, in charge, and it's, like, powerful mm-hmm. and stuff, and there's, like, where he's, like, a real, like, full-on, like, evil villain, but mm-hmm. the thing is, is what makes it interesting is, is that aspect was always part of him, mm-hmm. but that situation in that timeline just allowed that aspect to fully develop and fully flower into yeah. being this, like, evil villain, but like that was always there, and it's like mm-hmm. there are moments, even in the original movie, there are moments where you see this darkness in him that you just yeah. know that like who knows what could happen under other circumstances. I mean, we yeah. we see in two, you know, one of the things that could happen if he's given sort of money and power and you know able to kind of like do what he wants with impunity. But like you know, in another mm-hmm. context, like he could have been like you know like a I don't know like the like a Nazi, like head of a concentration camp or yeah, like a, yeah, yeah. he, he could yeah, have been exactly. anything. Like there's the, there's a darkness in that character that is like, mm-hmm. that kind of belies the sort of like comedic nature of like, you know, that's like bulliness. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. there are moments where you see it. Like there's that, that there's the moment where like at the end, at the end of the first movie, uh, where like he, where he busts in on, 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 uh, on, uh, you know, um, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. On on his on, on Marty's parents in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and, like the and, scene that I was and where like he's as, like literally you know, yeah. seems like he's gonna pretty much straight up rape Lorraine is like how yeah, it kind of yeah. plays. No, it's, and it's, there's that and there's that that's scene exactly where that, yeah. and they're struggling and then George comes and he like opens the door and stuff like that and he sees it's Biff and Biff does that has that look where he just kind of looks up and he's just like 
he's just like just turn around and walk away like you, yeah, you yeah, just yeah. you know you never and and it's like there's this darkness in there that is just so mm-hmm. that is like scarier than almost any other villain even though he's like literally just like a high school bully like yeah, it, it's yeah. the, the way they played the character i just think that there's just more depth than you know almost any other of those types of characters that i've seen yeah. and that's what makes it great for me yeah, and yeah, and no, and no, uh, and supposedly Tom Wilson does. It's, from it's everyone really who's ever been involved, who who knows anything about it, uh, the word has always been that in real life, Thomas F. Wilson was like one of the most ridiculously nice guys that oh, you yeah, could ever yeah. possibly know. Like to an extent that you know, to almost like a ridiculous extent, people you yeah. know, like are are just it's comical so that he could across play somebody the board. Like Biff Cannon. <laughs> and you know, and like... how he did this performance, like, it is just mm-hmm. astonishing. Yeah. Anyway, so that's yeah. why Biff's my number yeah, one. All right. No, that's good. I, that's if good. you have yeah. a different point of view, that's fine. That's people yeah. are different. But mm-hmm. for me, there is never any doubt. Nah. Good. No, no, Biff Ten is excellent. All right. Well, yeah. geez, you're number one. I have no idea what your one would be then. Um, it's going to be something that's probably going to end up being super obvious that I just didn't think of. Um, well, uh, my number one is another one that we've already discussed. Oh. Uh, it's, uh, Alan Rickman as Hans Gruber. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, again, like I said, this list was, it's hard to put these in a numerical order. Um, mm-hmm. but, um, just the, perf- and I, so I ended up kind of rating and putting, basically doing it by performance. And right, right. Alan Rickman just absolutely. Yeah. You know, like well, for all the like, reasons we already discussed, like he just yeah. Well, like what I said about it, like it, what, so what's good. so great about it is that it's not like over the top. It's not yeah. chewing the scenery. It's like the mm-hmm. exact opposite of what so many of these types of characters' performances yeah, are. usually are. Yeah, you yeah. know, and that's what makes it so distinct, and that's what makes it mm-hmm. kind of better mm-hmm. than most other yeah you know versions of this. Because like you look at all the you look at all these other action movies that often ripped not necessarily ripped off diehard but we're, we're obviously influenced by and, and kind of based you know around the mm-hmm. similar sort of tropes but like you never get the same kind of like it's it's they've never duplicated at least not successfully i think um the way that they played yeah gruber hans gruber yeah um not even in the third one where we got you know, a pretty decent follow-up with uh, Jeremy yeah, Irons his, playing Jeremy Irons Gruber, is Hans Gruber's brother. Yeah. You know, and he was good. Like, mm-hmm. he was definitely good, but, you know, still wasn't... Well, I think the thing was, is also, the, he was much the more the traditional... He was a little more, I guess, like, yeah, traditional kind of villain yeah. to to the more unique performance that, that made Hans yeah. Gruber. Um, yeah, it was great. Uh, but, yeah. Uh yeah. So uh so you've got a you've got a couple of you got like an alt list there. Yeah, just um it's basically so like, like for each of those years like I cuz I had one for each year. Oh, and for right, each of those yeah. years I just have like another choice that I I like from that year but just right. wasn't going to be the actual pick. Mm-hmm. Um but just like another choice that mm-hmm. I like. Um so for the and these are not unlike the actual list these are not like in order. These are just mm. These are by the year, but not yeah, yeah. not uh, necessarily like a five, four, three, two, one thing like yeah. like I did. So this then. is like eighty five to eighty nine. Uh, so for my eighty nine one, it was um, uh, Ursula. That was on my also by ran. Pat Carroll and the Little yeah. Mermaid. Uh, so we talked good. about that obviously in our Disney list. Uh, Little mm-hmm. Mermaid is my favorite uh, Disney animated movie. Yeah, um, great villain. 
so good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, you have that combination of an, the animation performance. So, you know, the performance that's created by the animators, and then you have the performance that's created by the voice um, yeah. actor. And that the sort of marriage of those two creates mm-hmm. a distinct character. And um, that's a great villain. Um, I mean, Disney tends to have pretty good villains. Yeah, um, yeah. That, Especially from that era. Like, that formula of, like, yeah, yeah. every almost every Disney movie has, like, a, mm-hmm. a distinct villain. You know, you got your Jafars and, yeah, your, you know, yeah. so on and so forth. And it's like, you know, they're, they're generally good at that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It works well. Um, for 88, uh, my alternative pick. And initially, I actually was planning to have this on the main list, but it just got too crowded. Um, but it was uh, Judge Doom. Yeah. Christopher Lloyd. In, that was uh, on my own. Both Rabbit. of these are my also rants. Yeah, Judge um, Judge Doom was originally on my list. Yeah. And then... Yeah, uh, I, I thought that I might have him on there, but he just got barely got bumped by the end. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like Judge Doom a lot. Um, yeah. I, I had Christopher Lloyd on last week's list, yeah. and I was just thinking, like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if Christopher Lloyd could be on both lists? But mm-hmm. um, uh, for 87, uh, my alternative pick was uh, actually uh, kind of similar to um, the Joker situation where it's a previously existing or a character from previously existing source material, but this is a mm-hmm. unique take on it, which is um, – Skeletor from the Master of the Universe movie, played by Frank Langella. That, that was movie's that terrib- was movie's yeah. terrible, but he did a his his performance. His Skeletor was awesome. Yeah, um, I mean, also that was all my also quite well, well known. Yeah. for that, the fact mm-hmm. that that's pretty much like the only thing. It's literally the only reason to watch that about movie that movie is to see that is to see that performance. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's great. It's yeah, great, yeah. and he loves he loves it too because he did it basically like you know for his, so that there would be something for his like kids to see and. And uh, everyone has, you know, people have told yeah. him, you know, oh, I love that, you know, I loved your Skeletor kind of thing, and yeah, uh, he yeah. really enjoyed doing it. So, but he's he was under no, you know, he was never under any illusions of to the, that the movie the quality of that. It wasn't about that. It was about having <laughs> no, fun no. with the with the performance. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think anybody doing th- that movie could have been in, in under any kind of illusion. Sorry? I don't think Sorry, anybody still, doing that. We're still having a lot of trouble here with the connection. That's weird. Uh, I don't. I don't think anybody doing that movie. Uh, yeah, no, had no, no. Any it allusion was to the quality. <laughs> no, it was doomed. It's the same yeah. company, uh, same year, same company that did uh, Superman Four. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Yikes. So, yeah. Um, I'd say in if anything, Master of the Universe probably turned out a little better than Superman Four did. <laughs> um. The other thing I noticed was in 87, particularly, because this was my alternate pick for 87, 87 actually was, like, a pretty good year for just kind of, like, because that was also Robocop year. And there's, I just have a few random ones that I wanted to mention, just more, like, casts uh, of of villains rather than so much necessary specific characters. But just, like, a few quick ones that I wanted to mention. Uh, 87 was also the year of the Monster Squad, and it was cool oh, to right, see kind of, right. like, new versions of the classic monsters, uh, particularly, like, Wolfman, obviously, you know, the famous Wolfman's Got Nards thing. Yeah, yeah. And it was really cool to see, like, stuff, like, you know, that whole, like, he gets blown up and then just, like, re- you know, pulls back together and regenerates and stuff like that. And it kind of answered that question that, you know, kids had always had of, like, oh, like, what happens if... You know, you don't shoot a wolf man with super bullet and he just, you know, gets 
he other gets stuff happens. You know, he just like regenerates, and it's just it was done really well. Um, the the Gill Man in that was done really well too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the a couple other ones would be like. Um, uh, generally, we've strayed away from like horror movies because that gets mostly into that sort of like slasher killer yeah. area, which yeah. we we addressed last week. Why you know. We were really that's another that. top five, right? But no, uh, okay. <laughs> I did want to quickly just mention because it's not really quite a slasher movie; it's a little bit different. But um, like Hellraiser, mm, um, in that because there's like Frank Cotton and Julia Cotton, uh, played yeah. by Claire Higgins and Sean Chapman, and then at the end, uh, yeah. the Frank character takes over like the body of like his brother, which is played by Andrew mm-hmm. Robinson, and so he's kind of like the final face of the character, and uh, just really good menacing performances you know they they operate more as like villains than as like you know sort of slasher to killer type things so I, I just thought you know quick and then the other one i want to quickly just uh mention was um as a uh, sort of uh um honorable mention is like the princess bride like the villains yeah. in that like like six finger you know count rug and the six-fingered man mm-hmm. um and uh prince humberdink and you know various other just you know, uh, uh, Vicini, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, Wall- that was Wall- that, that I I wanted to somehow squeeze that onto my list. Yeah, it was just like it's just this collection of villains. I know, and it didn't yeah, really yeah. fit the nature of our list. So no, I, just I put agree, that on I agree, and that's why like yeah. I didn't. I just figured yeah. I'd throw it in here as like yeah. a. Um, yeah. And then for um, eighty six, uh, my secondary pick in that was um, uh, Chosen from Karate Kid Part Two played by Yuji Okamoto. Oh, oh um, I, I really like Karate Kid Part 2. Um, I, I, I feel like it's kind of underrated because um, everyone just talks about the original movie. Yeah. And, I um, think I saw it once as a kid and, and I, I remember I, nothing I, I about really it. Like Cho- I really like Chosen as a villain. Um, I played the um, Nintendo game a lot when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And the Nintendo game is called the Karate Kid, but it's actually based primarily on Karate Kid 2. Oh, okay. And uh, it, um, yeah, and there's a lot of stuff about it in there. And I just remember there was like a thing in there where it's always like chosen wins, like oh yeah. And and I just I I always stuck in my head because like chosen is the is the bad guy in mm-hmm. that. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, he's he's just a fun bad guy. I, I watched Credit Kid Part Two like not that long ago, like last year I think, and it totally held up for me. I I thought I still think I still think it's really good. I still think it's really underrated. Uh, like it's not as classic as the original, but. It's very underrated, I think, um, mm-hmm. and I think, and I thought he was a great villain. So, uh, and then my eighty-five alternate pick uh, was uh, Lord of Darkness, Tim Curry, Legend. Oh, from from Legend. Even yeah. though I actually think that that movie is a little weak, actually, I think it hasn't really held, it's held not, up that well. It's not a but tremendous film. I, I think I mostly like really it great. from because it's like there's not a lot of movies. Or for yeah. a long time, and, and that character's like great. That, like he's yeah. really good in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's a lot. Of, a lot of the rest of it is by the a, kind of a by the numbers film. Yeah. But uh, yeah. No. Yep. Do you have any? Uh, 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 my uh, my my also rans were uh, Ursula. Yeah. Uh, from good. Little Mermaid again. I I was trying to get it on the list, and uh, I yeah. thought actually for sure it was going to be on your list. Um, because uh, I, I never really you, considered, you really like, I don't know, it just, um, I'm more of a, even though I do enjoy um, those Disney movies and stuff like that, I'm always going to mm-hmm. be, like, more of a live-action guy. Yeah. Uh, I judge Doom as well. Yeah. Um, for me, it was, while I really like the character, 
uh, just kind of not in it enough. Like yeah. he's he's the villain, but it's it's kind of like a lot of the movie kind of like rotates without him. So yeah. you know, um, and then yeah, then well, I, had, I had Biff Tannen and the Princess Bride villains as well. Um, okay, so, so the, the, the big of, my big miss my big miss was ground, was not having Clarence Boddicker, which mm-hmm. easily would have probably been my number two. And thus yeah. kind of like pushing everything down and uh, either uh, BZ or Princess Mobby would have been pumped off my list. Um, like yeah, a, they're a definitely old... the more Dark Horse kind of uh, kind of. Yeah, picks there. sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, which is I'll, cool. Which is cool. Pretty... I mean, you always have you always have stuff like that. You always have well, those ones that I'm just like, wow, I never like, would have thought of that. This like older stuff like this, like uh, and things like this from my childhood, I always try to think like. Like, wh- what did I remember, like, really uh, affecting me, you know, yeah. whether it's a villain or a hero or whatever, from right. that time? What what have Fair I enough. carried all these years, you know, <laughs> since yeah. then? And, uh, you know, wh- why can't I still get a good night's sleep? Oh, it's Princess Mommy. No. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's you know, like, or, or you know, anytime we're doing, you know, stuff from, from, from the past, like, you know. Uh, like that, I try to remember. Like, what was it? What did I love then? Do I still love it now? You know, kind of thing. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, because especially like sometimes, like you know, it might be a movie that I didn't see in the eighties, you know, or or whatever the film was from, and and you know, because sometimes you miss a really great film and you don't see it till years and years later, and you're like, oh, I love this movie, you know. It's from that time period, but I didn't see it till decades later, kind of deal. Um, none of these fall into that category, but um, I think probably the only one. I'm trying to think which of these movies I probably saw the latest. Um, probably Highlander, maybe. Hmm. Yeah, that, mm, hard to say. Maybe. You know, when you get into the late 80s, it's hard to say, like, I, I know I didn't see most of these or any of these in the theater, so, well, maybe, yeah, um, no, probably not. I saw, I mean, I saw Batman in the theater, obviously. Yeah, I, I don't know Mermaid if I in the theater. I yeah. don't think I saw Die Hard in the theater. Saw Who yeah, Framed Rabbit in the theater. Been like Robocop I almost saw in the theater, which yeah, would have been so terrible. So way close. too early, way yeah. too early for me. Um, Master of the Universe, I think I think I saw in the theater. Oh yeah, well there um, you go. Yeah. Highlander, I didn't. Karate Kid yeah. Part Two, I think I did. Yeah. Back to the Future, oh, really? obviously I did. Mm-hmm. Back to the, oh yeah, no, I I remember I I liked Karate Kid since like the original came out. Like I was like, oh, yeah, a little yeah. kid and I was already yeah. into those movies. Yeah. So I remember when the Part Two came out and I was already familiar. Because, um, like I said, right? Remember, like I said, like I was also playing the Nintendo game all the time too. That's true. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Um, and uh, Back to the Future, definitely, I saw in the theater multiple times. That was like the big movie at the time for all the kids. Mm. Oh, for sure, I, for sure. I, which is hilarious because, like, I didn't get. <laughs> you know, there's so much of the subtleties of that I didn't get at the time, but I just enjoyed it. I, um, that's like, uh, one of those, like, things that I, I don't know what you would call it, like, I, 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 I had, there's a, a small joy I get out of watching a movie that I haven't seen in, you know, a long time, you know, maybe since I was a kid or, or 
you know you know a decade or two and watching it for a second time so long later and picking up on something that is possibly even something very important yeah yeah that completely yeah. there's there's a there's a person inside the bone i don't know the reference <laughs> scrooged Oh, right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot. Jeez. Yeah. There's a person inside the bone. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Took you, took you many years to fit, to notice that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, that wasn't exactly what I was thinking, but yeah, for sure. You know, something where, where like, you know, especially when you see movies as a kid and then you watch them later as an adult and you go, oh, and then like suddenly like some part of the context of some part of the movie has changed and you're like, Oh yeah, that was there all along, but you know, ten-year-old me had no idea what that meant, even if I had realized it. You know, right. you know, you know, thirty-eight-year-old me didn't understand. There's a person in the bone. It, it took... uh, I don't think it was not understanding. <laughs> it was just you just didn't notice because you weren't really looking at that aspect. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there was clearly a point. there was clearly a person in the dog. I wasn't looking. I guess maybe I just never noticed that the bone moved. Like, in a way, like, there was a person in it. That it wasn't just, like, this, like, floppy, inanimate object. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I, I get you. That's what I'm saying, though, right? Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying is that it was yeah. just something that you weren't looking at because yeah, you yeah. you were watching for other things. Yeah, exactly. And then after you'd seen it a certain number of times, <laughs> yeah. you just happened to be in a mindset where you were able to notice it. Yeah. Finally, know, on that, my 20-some-odd viewing of that film. <laughs> oh. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. All right. Well, All right. that's the oh, top five that's... 80s villains. Part two, second yeah. half of the 80s. So, yeah. So, um, I feel that uh, we've covered the 80s pretty well uh, over the years uh, of this podcast with uh, various top fives. Um, sure. I mean, we'll still be dipping back. Uh, but, yeah. uh, but if, something, uh, if a good enough idea comes up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, I mean, at the very least, probably movies from that time anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, there's still lots of stuff that we haven't seen or that we're just yeah. less familiar with that like it'd be interesting to to check out you know like yeah. a lot of these the things are more obvious ones or, mm-hmm. or more ones that um you know the popular grew choices up, grew of. up being fans of yeah. or you know popular ones but you know there's lots of uh more obscure things too that might be interesting mm-hmm. so yeah yeah so uh so that's it for this week uh, we are going to be back next week with um a james bond film oh right because uh sir sean connery recently passed away and so we're going to do uh one of the uh, i guess you could say oddball james bond films that he was in uh for a various uh, number of interesting reasons uh which we'll go into next week yes uh good good tease excellent tease uh until then uh i'm chris this is Emmett. Cheers. Bye-bye.